0: Welcome to the Just a Bit Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Adrian Bertazoid Townsend, and filling in for Ryan today is Amy. Welcome back, Amy.
1: Glad to be back. Yeah. Always like being here.
0: Um, yeah, we we took a episode off, uh, so there was a bunch of things going on, and you know, we. <laughs> it's called life. Life, <laughs> life happens, and uh, we couldn't put out a show last week, and. And still continuing that trend, Ryan was unable to make it. We had flooding last week, the day that we yes. scheduled to record, and he couldn't make it out here. He
1: tried though. He, he valiantly yeah, tried.
0: Yeah, he was uh, on his way, <laughs> and he calls me. He said, "Man, we're, I'm at a standstill. Traffic, and uh, they're saying that you know the road that leads to my house is flooded." And I was like, "Yeah, that sucks." So I mean, it just one thing after another over the past couple episodes, and we were unable to get an episode out, but. Mm. Here we are. We're putting one out now. And uh, I'm excited because I've been playing a lot of stuff and I want to talk about it. Um, but before I get into that, I have a few announcements I'd like to mm-hmm. make. Um, if you're watching the video portion of this show, you can see that I'm wearing a brand new Just a Bit Gaming T-shirt. Uh, we we uh, made a new design here for it's not the new logo or anything it's just a t-shirt design mm-hmm. i also made some stickers of it but we did a caricature of ryan and i and i'm mega man obviously and ryan is the um vault boy from fallout and it says just a bit gaming podcast it's a cool design i really like, I it. like it, a lot. it 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 ended up turning out a lot better than i had hoped for i us say <laughs>
1: It looks we really were, good. We no, worked on this yeah. design
0: for a while. and
1: uh, I want to wear the shirt. So
0: Yeah, we got to get another one. Um, so anybody can purchase one of these shirts. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is go to redbubble.com and you search for Just a Bit Gaming or Birdazoid. Birdazoid would be my username, my store. Um, I will also be posting links on social media, on Twitter and Instagram and uh, uh, Facebook. So if you don't follow us there go ahead and follow us there and we'll we'll get them up and I will eventually have a link on the website uh uh at jabgcast.com Um uh, so yeah go on there check out our shirts I also have just the standard like the regular logo with the punching mm-hmm. glove uh I have a that t-shirt up there as well but the t-shirt quality is really nice yes. I'm super impressed get the tri
1: blend Tri
0: blend yeah I highly recommend the tri blend
1: Spring for the little it's a extra.
0: softer smoother kind of thinner shirt mm-hmm. Um, and I really like it. And I, I like the, I like the red shirt as well. So you have options mm-hmm. on what color shirts you can choose. And, uh, I recommend the red. You want to go dark? The green looks really nice too on mm-hmm. the tri Uh, so yeah. And we also have women's shirts. I don't know if we have kids shirts available yet. Uh, but I will be working kids, on that.
1: All of our kids want. They all a shirt. want one and <laughs> they'll get one. And Ryan's kids.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do that, uh, on the, Second announcement, we're going to Retro at the end of the month. Yay! In Arlington. We go every year. And the the difference this time is Ryan is going with us. And, and no kids. And, well, we're not taking any kids this time, so we're going to have freedom to do a little bit more. Yep. Uh, but he's also bringing his wife along, uh, Shelby. So it's a couple's trip. It is. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm excited. It's fun. Uh, we're
1: even going to share a hotel room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we're going Friday night. And uh Amy and I are going Friday night and we're gonna I don't know have fun. Why gone.
1: because no children. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and but oh Retro is September 29th and 30th, for those that don't know, and it's in Arlington, Texas. Yep. Uh please, if you're in the area or you live in Texas, Oklahoma, or surrounding states, go take a trip it's down a there. It's a lot of fun. It's really it really cool. is.
1: Even if you're not a gamer. I mean, I am a gamer just because I'm married to one. I think that's how that works. <laughs> By default. Uh, it, there's it's a lot of fun. There's there's not it's not just video game booths, there's lots of art booths yep. out there. Um if you like YouTube, they've got um various there's, YouTube okay, stars. Okay, so
0: this year they have a lot more YouTubers than they have mm-hmm. in the past. Uh some some not just retro gaming YouTubers either. They have some more modern
1: yep. folk. My oldest is mad cuz she's going to miss someone she likes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's uh, oh, and they're going to have the Angry Video Game Ner- Nerd. there.
1: Yes, sure. I want to see. I really, I, I I guess, backstory. You and I went to the, what was it? It was in Texas. SGC. The SGC yeah. one year, and I was pregnant with Owen. And um, I wanted to meet um, Nathan Barnett and James Rolfe. Mm-hmm. So uh, Keith Apicari and uh, Angry Video Game Nerd. And I got to meet... Keith Abicari character, he's an amazing person, but I missed James Wolfe, and I don't remember why. So I've always been because,
0: disappointed because there was a lot of people in line to see I think him. That was it, and it was at the same time as a um, a talk that we went oh, to go see. Oh, that's right. So yeah, the, the SGC was was it was crazy. Uh, it, if you want to see all the panels, which is why you go to SGC mm-hmm. or used to. Uh, yeah, if you if you go all the panels, and you might miss the times that you could meet and yeah. greet some of the people that were there. It was just.
1: But, I sat in line. <laughs> You'd be in one panel, and then I was a nice wife and sat there with my knitting, so yeah. I could be in front at another panel that you really wanted.
0: That was fun.
1: What was the Adam? We huh? Adam Sessler. Yeah, yeah, we met I got to meet him. Adam Sessler,
0: that was cool because he's
1: walking behind. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's also a uh, angry video game nerd. There's there's uh, the completionist. Mm-hmm. Um, who else?
1: Uh, Chad Tronic. That's the one the kids wish they could meet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not really video gaming, necessarily. I guess Yeah, it is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's very much video gaming. Um, Yeah, there's just going to be a ton of people there. So check it out. Uh, Meet us there. If you come say hi, we would love for you to come say hi. And if you do, we have some stickers to be handing out. Yeah. Uh, Both of this new T-shirt design and of the just a logo design.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we'd like to we'd like to meet and greet you. Yeah, we'd um, like to meet you. Yeah. So we'll be documenting the journey with... With a camera and a microphone, we're going to be, uh, you know, filming the adventures of game hunting for me and <laughs> meeting the other YouTubers. But another big bonus uh, thing that I'm really excited for is that we're going to be meeting uh, JJ yes. from Game Room Revival on YouTube. Search Game Room Revival. He puts out uh, uh, he puts out videos talking about different aspects of his gaming collection and kind of reminiscing about the past and Mm -hmm. uh
1: which is why i think he works so well with you because you both sound like nostalgic
0: oh yeah we're very nostalgic (laughs) people so it's it's fun watching his videos he used to put out a podcast called called the frozen north and i used to love listening to that and it's one of one of the inspirations for this show so we're gonna be i'm gonna be meeting him uh for the first time there so that's exciting and uh we're gonna do some some uh podcasting together and collaborate
1: together. Yep. Yeah.
0: It's going to be cool. Uh, That's that's really it for Retro Palooza. So
1: buy your shirt and come see us at Retro Palooza. Exactly.
0: Come see us. We'll be there. Uh, September 29th. Look for bright red shirts. Arlington, Texas. (laughs) So we're going to jump straight into this now. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm kind of excited because I watched this.
0: Well, I've been playing a lot of games. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: We have taken a month off. And in that time... I've played, well, actually, in that time, two of the games that I was most looking forward to coming out this year that mm-hmm. I played at E3 have released. And that's Dragon Quest XI and Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> I picked up both of those and two copies of Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> Best Buy was running a special where you, if you buy a game that's $30 or more, you get a free copy of Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. They're giving these games away because nobody wants to play them that's anymore. It's so sad. weird.
1: Destiny. Not
0: to mention, it's free on PlayStation Plus right now for the month of September. <laughs> oh, so. Man. It's there's like the new ways. ET. Well, they just released an expansion pass for our mm-hmm. expansion pack uh, for Destiny that I am interested in playing. Destiny 2 is a fun game, despite yeah. what people say and the negative things that I hear about it a lot. What are the
1: negative things? It's
0: just there's not a lot to do. And I, it's kind of you, yeah. once you beat the game, for me, that's that's fine. Like, right. once I beat the game, I, I don't really need in game stuff. Right. Other people need to be able to they want to be able to go back and play this stuff over over and over again. And uh,
1: so the replayability isn't. Yeah. The world's the
0: world's could be larger. Uh, It's not truly that MMO for first person shooters that people want. So um, I agree that it could be larger. Mm hmm. And I wish that it was larger because let me tell you, the gunplay in Destiny is some of the best first person Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's it's exciting. I kind
1: of enjoy the story because I'm the person who watches the story. You know, story. I don't
0: care about the story well, at all. Uh, Destiny 2 is very, <laughs> uh, the story is very secondary compared to the gameplay. It play.
1: is, but it made it enjoyable for me.
0: I, I am all for jumping into the expansion. It, you know, I haven't looked much into it, but, mm. you know, new world, new enemies, new... Things to collect, you nice, know that yeah. I'm into that. So they're and
1: listening. They're listening to what people are saying, it sounds like.
0: Yeah. I just I just wish that it could be larger. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is and then this is throughout the game, not just in game, you will go to a planet and you will start in a certain place. You have to go go to another place to take on a big boss, and right. then that's it. You keep starting off in that same place, so you keep repeating the same area over and over and over um, again. And it gets and you fight the same bosses and enemies over and over again and it gets repetitive really really quick Mm -hmm. and uh you know that's that's fine for a time and once i get through the the story mode of the game and Mm -hmm. complete it i'll go back through and and play some of that stuff some more just to get some more extra loot or whatever but i always i always feel like i got my money's worth out of the game when i'm done with it and this is and i'm saying destiny 1 and destiny 2 i'm referring to they're fun games and yeah Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't need to come back to that game time and time again. It's, it's one that I can, it's like, I look at it like a single player game. Once you finish it, you're, you're done. Right. Maybe I'll come back to it. Maybe I won't. But anyway, I have several now new copies of (laughs) destiny Two. all that destiny Two talk to say that I picked up dragon quest 11. (laughs) Speaking of that was when I played at, uh, E3 mm-hmm. and I got, got a the t-shirt. t-shirt. Oh I yeah. Love the t-shirt. You wear the t-shirt, t-shirt has the characters all across the, yep. the silhouettes. Of and the you characters. get
1: a lot of people asking about it.
0: I've had several people. ask. I know. Me about it. Uh, <clears throat> not necessarily people who know about dragon quest, but <laughs> they just see these anime ish looking silhouettes right. and want to know what it is or, or they'll see the back. The, the logo is plastered really big on yep. the back. It's a cool shirt. I like it. Um, the, the game is is really beautiful. I'm not going to get a whole lot in depth because I've only started just right. briefly playing it. Uh, I'm a huge Dragon Quest fan. I have I have I have most of the releases that mm-hmm. are rele- uh, that came out here from Dragon Warrior on the NES through Dragon Quest mm, yeah. Nine on the Nintendo DS.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they're iconic. In that, they are a traditional JRPG with a yep. turn-based battle system, where you go around and you collect team members to join you, and you continue on this journey. The characters are very anime-ish. They're mm-hmm. they're uh, the character designs by Akira Toriyama, who does yep. the Dragon Ball series. And
1: it looks like you're watching Dragon Ball. Too. It does. It's so yeah. cool.
0: I I I'm a huge fan of of his artwork mm-hmm. so that to me was i i would say that was actually my number one draw to the series right uh previous to that i didn't really know much about it the first one i ever played was dragon quest 8 on the playstation 2 yeah and the biggest reason i even tried to play that besides being a fan of jrpgs was was the the art, art style, style how yeah. colorful and everything yes so dragon quest 11 is no exception it is super bright and colorful mm-hmm. i was trying to Get you to check it out. While we were in there, when I was playing it uh, the other night, she was on her phone. I was like, "Look at look how beautiful this game is." It's like nice and bright, vivid greens and blues and and reds, and you know, just everything looks so just.
1: I think when I pleasing
0: to the eyes, see you see know?
1: Dragon Ball anything like even if it's just art style, I probably just start to tune out.
0: Pro- well, I could see that, but <laughs> you can't. I mean, for for a PlayStation Four game.
1: It is on very that pretty. 4K TV, mm-hmm. it,
0: oh my gosh, it was just color overload. You know when, yeah, when, when I'm so used to games that are kind of dark and uh, well, the, the dull,
1: the color spectrum isn't as no, big. no, it's not as bright yeah. or
0: broad, and you don't you don't see a whole lot of bright, colorful games like this. This right. has to be one of the, I would say one of my one of the most beautiful games that I have, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's strictly speaking on a. If you are into cartoony, right, you know, cell shaded type graphics or right. stuff like that, it's really, really nice to look at. But on top of that, it it retains the traditional turn based battle system mm-hmm. of Japanese RPGs, which
1: you love. Yeah. That I love.
0: This is something that died down for a while, and you could did, really, yeah. you could really only find JRPGs on portable systems, mm-hmm. and uh, they weren't really releasing on home consoles for a long time. The whole previous generation, I would say. Like, there was some uh, yeah. there was some traditional JRPGs on, on the Xbox 360 and the PS3, but not very many.
1: That's where collecting came in handy.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> that's actually part of the reason why I got into it. it was right. Because I wanted to experience those games again. I felt like there was a drought of JRPGs and yeah. I, I wanted to experience them. So I was going back and collecting the ones that I missed out on mm-hmm. originally. I was like, well, I guess if they're not going to release new ones, I can, I can go back and play these old ones that I missed yeah. out on. And that started a whole,
1: <laughs> that
0: started a whole cycle <clears throat> of of uh, what you see here and over there, and you know this collection. But you know what, JRPGs sparked my interest in yep. collecting, and uh, it still continues to be that way. And I, I still love them. So having a brand new JRPG like Dragon Quest XI mm-hmm. come out in this day is awesome. <laughs> and if you're into those styles of games at all, I would say get this game just to support. Yes. We want to see more. I mean Octopath exactly. Traveler, Traveler came out. That's another traditional JRPG. Okay. Very good game. I don't game. think
1: I've seen you play this one, have I?
0: Yeah. I played on the Switch. It's that uh it's kind of that old looking pixel graphic. Okay. Maybe you haven't seen me. Okay, I, I, I always have. played on the switch. If you're on the switch,
1: you're usually in bed and I'm going to sleep and <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think I've played it on the TV. Play the yet.
1: music. I might recognize
0: You the music. would, you would. <laughs> Yeah, so it's really <laughs> cool to see all these uh, JRPGs coming back, and I'm excited excited to have that. Uh, what was the other one? Spider-Man. Spider-Man oh. is... That is one of those games that once you start, you can't stop. It's like a Pringles, you know? Once you pop, <laughs> you can't stop.
1: It's a Pringles I,
0: uh, game. I started it Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. it came out Friday, so I picked yep. it up. And uh started playing it that night. I was up till I don't know, one o'clock. And my bedtime's at like eleven. So I stayed up past the time that I, I usually fall asleep to play this game. And the thing is, traversing in that game is so much fun. <laughs> just swing. They should it, do like, it in VR. They did. They had a VR Spider Man, but you couldn't swing through the city. Oh, All you could well, do. And it was a, it was like a, just a little demo. And
1: oh, I think I remember it came it came
0: out like right before the homecoming movie came out. Right. <clears throat> excuse I remember me now. and uh yeah it was it was cool but you know i want to swing through the city and then right. let me do that this game is like i get so much pleasure out of just swinging through the buildings of new york city yep. you know just uh trying to pull off cool tricks or how can i turn around this building real yep. quick and do these acrobatic moves and you can you can uh propel yourself uh even faster with the special move where you, where it's like a jump move and you just propel yourself and a swing and a propel and a swing. and.
1: Do you pretend ah, you're Spider-Man? I
0: love it. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, inside my head, I'm Spider-Man and, uh,
1: why Owen likes it.
0: Yeah. So it, well, and then Saturday morning I got got up and started playing it again Mm -hmm. and I could not stop. Like it was just, and I wasn't even really progressing the story. All I was doing was,
1: And you wouldn't let the kids progress the story either.
0: No, I got I can't miss the story. (laughs) So you start off and it's just like any other really modern open world game Mm -hmm. where you have to go up to these towers and unlock portion of the map that you previously couldn't see. And it it has that, but it's not, it's not like, uh, it's not hard to do. It's not hard to get to and, and unlock these parts. And it's, and Part of the fun of, of doing it is just getting there. Right. So you'll mark on your map, like, I want to get to this this uh, radio tower or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and unlock this portion of the map. So I'll go there, unlock the portion of the map, and then you'll see, like, different collectibles mm-hmm. pop up. So you have to go, go through and collect backpacks that conti- that, that Spider-Man left behind. Yes. And it has, like, That's different right. pieces, artifacts or I something. I like
1: that he had a portable gaming.
0: Yeah. Or, or a whole He'll find like uh he found a piece of his mask that was broken and he said in his fight with uh I can't remember one of the one of the Spider-Man villains right. broke his eyepiece and said it almost blinded him and so he had to upgrade his eyepiece so it wouldn't crack so easily. Uh, it's just like different like story elements yeah. from the past of Spider-Man and So if you're a fan, they're fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. So and then there's also uh What is it? There's also like photo like landmarks that you can Mm. take pictures of Mm -hmm. and you can, you can activate the camera and you don't have to be standing still to take a photo. So you can activate the camera and then while you're swinging, you can try to take a really cool like action shot of the landmark. That to me is a lot of fun. It's like, it's not just going and taking a picture of something. It's how can I take the cool picture of this place? (laughs) And, uh, and they also have, like, where you have to go stop robberies or rescue somebody mm. who's trapped in a vehicle or stop a vehicle that's running away from the cops, and they have different action parts of uh, uh, where you have to go crime fight basically, right. and those are fun too. It's just like I'm I'm just having fun. I think I have all but one district unlocked on mm. this on this uh, island so far, and uh, I'm just having a I'm having a lot of fun with it. The story so far is, is pretty decent. Um, just arrested Kingpin. And that's not a spoiler. Cause it's like the first mission in the game. Uh, and that's really pretty much it. Like I'm running around doing some favors for the cops. You know, I already went and met aunt may she's working for the homeless shelter. And the story mode is really well done. I'll, I'll finish the game out and, and, have more to say about it later. Right. But for now, yeah, I highly recommend it. I know everybody's talking it up and and it's a great game. It seriously is. If yeah. you haven't played it or if you if it's on the kind of maybe, I I highly suggest you pick it up and yeah. play it. You you'll love it. Um I've also been playing Hollow Knight. That was on sale on the Switch uh, a few weeks ago. That's a really fun kind of Castlevania Metroid style mm-hmm. game. Um the art style is super good in that game. It's it's you, you play as a little bug looking creature and uh, all the other creatures are kind of bug looking creatures. Uh I don't know. It's, it's, it's got a unique art style that I like and it, and it works, but it's fun to, it's a 2d platformer. First off, I guess I should say that. Mm -hmm. And so you're, you're, you're going around what this game does so well. Is makes you feel like your character progression really matters you start off with your sword and that's it no no special abilities Mm -hmm. or anything you can jump and you can swing your sword so as you progress through the game you unlock new abilities and new like you can do a dash jump a forward momentum dash Uh jump you got this other ability where you can shoot uh this big uh, ball of energy. Is this
1: the game that you can switch between like a, like a pixelated one and then an updated version? No, okay.
0: no, this is a whole new <laughs> uh, IP new game. The, uh, well, and I, well, it's been out for a little while and I've heard a lot of great stuff about it, but I've never, mm. it, it, it didn't seem like it looked really dark. When I look at the screenshots and stuff, it looked really oh, dark. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I really want to get into that. But when it went on sale, I went ahead and did, picked it up and, let me tell you, this this game is as good as everybody says it is. Good. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, I hate to call it like a Dark Souls game, but it kind of is in that regard. The Dark Souls games, what they do so well is making you feel kind of defenseless, where you don't mm, really have yeah. much to go on when you start the game. But as you progress and as you overcome that challenging obstacle that that... Uh, that maybe gave you a hard time and you know, you died several times, but right. once you got through it, you got something that is super rewarding in mm-hmm. the end and you're able to make your character stronger as a result. Right. That's what this game does really, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's it's a challenging game. It really is. Um, but I feel like with each new point, each new boss that I've defeated, each new ability that I've acquired, that I've gotten just that much stronger that I can keep going and pushing forward. I like I love games with I love games that give you that sense of accomplishment, that right. sense of uh, that sense of making you that sense of making yourself stronger and and seeing it and fully realizing um, that I am I am having a direct impact on my character and how he progresses right, through right. this game. So Hollow Knight does a really great job at that. I highly recommend it. I mean, no, I feel like there's a trend here this episode. I have there hasn't been a game that I've played that I didn't just really, really enjoy. And uh, Sonic Mania, I'm going to jump straight into that. (laughs) Sonic Mania Plus is another one that I skipped last generation. For whatever reason, I don't know why, even though I'm a big Sonic fan
1: playing something else, honestly.
0: Yeah, well, they just released Sonic Mania Plus uh, about a month or two ago on on the Switch. And the switch is perfect platform for that. So I went ahead and picked that up and wow, let me tell you that is hands down the best Sonic game I've ever played. Mm -hmm. It takes all the elements that were so great about the old Sonic games, puts them together and improves upon it Mm -hmm. and improves upon it in a way. That's they, they add more, the level designs are, are super interesting in, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And the, uh, there's new moves and things that you can do that are that are just they're just better. You know, I don't know how to explain it. It's it looks very much like an old school Sonic game. Right. Like, but if it, 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 it looks like one, but it feels like a new experience. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a great game. I highly recommend it, especially if you are into Sonic games. Uh, there's really no reason to avoid this game. It's, it's really great. Um, I've also I mentioned Octopath Traveler. I'm mm-hmm. still working on that, but that one's actually going to sit for a bit because Spider Man is taken over for now. I'm going to get through Spider Man and probably jump into Dragon Quest. I've been looking forward to Dragon Quest for a very yeah, long time, have. and Octopath Traveler is a really really great JRPG, and it's one that I can I can whittle through slowly over time since it's handheld. I love handheld right. man. Handheld is so good. Um, but yeah. Those are the games that I've been playing, but I really wanted to talk about uh, a game that I talked about earlier this year Mm -hmm. in an episode. I didn't get real deep into it, but that game is Yakuza 0. Yep. So for whatever reason, I don't know, like when Ryan and I were talking about on the last episode, we were talking about games that we didn't finish, but want to go back to. Right. I got to thinking about Yakuza zero. I was like, I really enjoyed that game and I got uh, not too far, but a, a decent ways into right. it. And uh, I stopped playing it because something else come out, came out. I was like, I really want to go back to that game. I want to see what's happening with that storyline. And so I did. And I went through last, last weekend um, yeah. before, before I, I knew dragon quest and Spider-Man were coming right. out and I was like, ah, this is starting the, Uh, This is the season for new game releases, and if I don't play through Yakuza 0 now, then I won't have time to with all these new games coming out. So I literally, and I don't do this, mind you, I literally spent the entire day playing through Yakuza 0. You are so ADD
1: with games, the fact that you sat an entire day on one game. I don't, I mean, I don't. I don't mean that in a mean way, it's just, you
0: I, no, I didn't take it in a mean way. Okay, I'm just good. saying I, I don't sit in a I don't sit in front of the game. I used to do this when I was a kid. I would, I right. would sit for extended hours. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I, I feel like um, as I've gotten older, like responsibilities and, you know, <laughs> things like that take over kids. You know, you got to yep. get a
1: needy wife,
0: <laughs> whatever the case may be. Like, I don't have the time to do that. Usually mm-hmm. when I sit down for a play session, it's two hours at most. Mm-hmm. But usually it's an hour or less. I sat down and played this game. I, I'm i telling you, I must have put 10 to 12 hours in it that yep. day. I literally did not stop. I put it in and I played it through until I beat it. Yep. And I couldn't stop if I wanted to. Like, I was so invested in the yes. storyline yes. and the characters so and what was good. going on. Yeah. That I, I just couldn't stop it. And
1: the characters are all so great.
0: This This game came out a year and a half ago. So it's it's kind of old at this point but I I feel like I feel like it's getting a uh, kind of resurgence in popularity not resurgence it's starting to get popular.
1: I've noticed other people saying things.
0: Yeah, it's it's one that I want to make sure that people are aware of is out there mm-hmm. because it's it's been glazed over so many years. Like it's been around since the PlayStation 2, the first Yakuza came out on the PlayStation right. 2 10 years ago. And I wanted to play it then, but I never I never I don't know. I I, I was halfway interested, but not interested enough to, right. to to go over and get it with when Yakuza Zero came out. It felt like the perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to jump in because there's seven games now in this mainline series and a bunch right. of spinoffs. So I did try to play four Yakuza four. But I, when I started playing it, I felt like I was I was lost because I didn't know the story. The, the story, the characters, anything about it. So when Yakuza 0 came, I was like, now I can start from scratch and I can figure right. out what's going on. And it's on a modern system. It's, a, you know, updated graphics. Right. I'm not going back to the PlayStation 2. And uh, it, it it really is the perfect yeah. starting point for the series. I went in not knowing anything about the characters, mm-hmm. not knowing anything about the world or the story or anything about it. And uh, and I that's how I would recommend you going into it as well. Like yeah. try to avoid any kind of spoilers, because this this game is it's one of the most heavily story driven games that I've played in a while.
1: Yes, because there's a lot of cutscenes. A
0: lot of cutscenes. I would say I would say half of your time is spent watching yeah. cutscenes, and some people may be turned off by that. But oh, and they're not. They're not uh, English voice. Oh
1: yeah, no. So it it's, is, all, it's all, it's all dialogue Japanese with subtitles,
0: subtitles. Yeah. But I think
1: that adds to the game. I like that. Like I do too. I mean, I watch anime and I'll watch sub anime. So maybe that's I, I,
0: okay with me. I'm but, okay with it. Like yeah. at first when I, when I played it like that, I was like, okay, it makes sense. Cause this is a Japanese right. world. You know, you're playing as Yakuza, you know, it needs to be in the original language and not, yeah. not dub. I like that. And, uh, yeah, the 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 storyline. I don't know. Maybe maybe that also helped to immerse me even more. Mm-hmm. But the storyline is so the premise is very simple, mm-hmm. but all the things that happen along the way get super complicated. Yes, like you you start off the game in an empty lot, and you kind of beat the crap out of the guy out of some guy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then um, you find out the next day that that guy was murdered and you were framed for that murder uh, because you were the last person there. And yep. so come to find out that this lot, this empty lot that this happened in is, is a valuable piece of land that can, whoever owns that piece of land can kind of control the city and what's going mm-hmm. on there. And that's very, very layman's terms as it goes in a lot more detail oh, than yeah. that. But so the game is about these different these different factions of not just yakuza but other different other different groups who want to have that control Mm -hmm. and them trying to acquire that land and figuring out who owns that land and getting to the people that own that land and it gets super complicated it sounds just very very simple and it is and the game starts off that way and I I thought well that's really weird you know and simple premise but as you progress it gets so deep yeah in the
1: it's so complex and so rich that it's like they had to step you into it honestly
0: that is exactly how it's (laughs) done and that I think that's the that's great storytelling. Yeah. And
1: if you haven't been watching the game, like if I had walked in and asked you.
0: So you did. And so but does, I had
1: watched enough that you were able to tell me to catch up. You know what I mean?
0: Kind of. Like, she would <laughs> ask me, like, what's going on here? And I'll be like, oh, man. There's a lot that has happened. A lot that has happened. And I, I can't can not keep be, up. I can't even begin to describe to you what has, what has happened and progressed. The characters are some of the best characters I've ever experienced in a game. Like I, I felt attached to these characters and I cared for what happens to them. And, you know, when somebody dies, I was, I'm high. It affected me. Like, Mm -hmm. To the point of of tears, you know, like mm-hmm. and I don't I don't get tears playing video games. I don't. It's just I don't get as much as I love story based games. Yeah. It's really hard for me to get um, truly attached to what's going on with the characters. I think the last game that I can think of that that really, really attached me to the, the story and the characters was uh, Persona 4.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's been a while. Yep. So stories stories and games these days they get so kind of generic and yeah they do you're here to save the world you know and and you, the character inter- interactions are just super like
1: same story different characters
0: yeah and, and it's not interesting and I find myself just kind of skipping through it. it right they don't seem to invest a lot of effort into creating a story that's that's interesting and fun. Persona 4 did great at that. The Part of Persona 4's reason for being so good at that is their character development. Mm-hmm. That's what Yakuza does. Yeah. They develop these characters. You start from not knowing anything about these characters, and you just slowly get this character development yeah. for each of them. And uh, you, you grow to really care for and respect what they are mm-hmm. doing. You may or may not agree with what they're doing, but you understand yes, their true. motivations. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, The main character of the Yakuza series and the one that you start playing as in this game Mm -hmm. from the get go is Kiryu Kazuma. He's he's just now getting involved with the Yakuza. Mm. And so you get to see what happens with him as the story progresses. Like there's some big time drama and I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything like that. But some major things happen with him. Mm And to him, as a result of this this framed murder, that right. he is the one who is being framed for, and uh, so a lot of things happen. He meets a lot of people. He has people who are on his side and trying to help him. He has people who are totally against him. Yep. And uh, it's, it's kind of cool to see his journey and how he gets through it. Um, the other character that you play as is uh, Goro Majima.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Majima. I is, love Majima. I loved his character so yeah, much. Me too. Like he was so cool, and he. He owns a um, nightclub,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, he's very respected and a respectable type person. Yeah,
1: that's what I liked about him.
0: Yeah, and and he's he he cares for the customer, and his his his, uh, his motto is the customers first. Yep. So when you're when you're first introduced to him, you kind of see that, and you see mm-hmm. these unruly customers who are being, you know, just ridiculous in his nightclub. Yet he still, instead of just, you know, kicking them out and and being like, you're out of here. He he is he is he approaches them in a way that's really nice and respectable. And, you know, if they're still going to be unruly and, you know, kind of out of order, then he'll he'll take matters and further. But he always takes the nice guy approach first. Mm -hmm. And I really liked and respected that part of him. He was he was he was a nice guy first. So, um, but not a pushover. <clears throat> but not a pushover. Right. Absolutely. He's he's not one to be messed with. Right. He is a former yakuza member. Mm-hmm. You and you find this out very early in his storyline. He's a former yakuza member and he wants to get back into the yakuza. Yep. It's like that's his life goal is to get back into the yakuza. And I think that helps to establish him as a more respected individual to be mm-hmm. part of the yakuza. And uh so you get to see these two characters and I found out later that Majima is also part of the Yakuza series moving forward. And there's some different, there's some drastic character changes that happened to Majima that I was unaware of. And by the end of the game, when I'm seeing these transformations happen within him, I was like, this is crazy, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Like, you understand and understand. He goes, he does a complete 180 transformation mm-hmm. of his character. And, but you see the events that lead up to that. And you're like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense. It's yeah. weird, but I was so attached to his character. Like, I really, really was. He was both of them, really. Yeah. I, I, me too. I, I really like both of them. And even the supporting cast, like, you have all these different Yakuza bosses that yeah. are there. They're all, you, you, you don't, you grow to hate some of these guys. Yes. And, uh,
1: because they're mob mobsters, basically. And they're they're
0: bad guys. Yeah. They're just bad guys. And they do such a good job of building their character. And also the supporting cast of people that are trying to help cure you. Right. And the people that are helping Majima. And yeah. you just the character development is wonderful in this yeah, game. It is. Um so I'm I'm gonna stop gushing about the story because I really highly suggest that anybody, if you are on the fence about this game at all, and actually I'm not done talking about it. I'm not done talking about it. I sound like I'm closing it up, but I'm not. You, you, you really need to give this game a shot, especially if you're into if you're into story based games. If you're yeah. into if you're into binge watching TV shows, you know.
1: <laughs> I like how you look at me. <laughs>
0: yes, because you are. Like it's it's a it's a game that's also like a is, really long, yeah. drawn out, really interesting storyline. Yes, that's
1: what I liked about it. Yeah, I did.
0: So. I've talked enough about the story. I've never talked about the gameplay and stuff like that. Yeah. The gameplay is. <clears throat> is you running around this. This city. And I can't remember the name of the city, even though it's it's consistent throughout the series, as far as I'm aware. Um, But you are interacting with different. Uh, NPCs. You're de- questing mm-hmm. for for people. You are you can go into an arcade and play arcade games. Yes, that's you funny. Can, you can do uh, uh, karaoke, and the karaoke is real yes, goofy. Yes, I love
1: it. <clears throat>
0: you can, um, there's just a whole lot of like, oh, you can go watch uh, adult videos. I was going to say, you could go to the porn shop. <laughs> but it's not really porn, so it's like.
1: It's not, it's funny. And there's like a little video that you watch.
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's it's just a girl in a bikini or something. And
1: like bubbles afloat. Yeah, it's, it's like so you couldn't. It's not something that we couldn't play around the kids.
0: I wouldn't. It's still, it's suggestive. It's it's
1: very awkward. It's one of those, but there's nothing inappropriate. You're just like, "Mm."
0: (laughs) it's suggestive in a weird type of way. Like there's this girl,
1: one of the videos, tissues.
0: Yes. Okay. (laughs) There's this, there's this uh, one scene where the girl was hugging on this, looking balloon let's say
1: oh I didn't see that one <laughs> it was just so like
0: cringy like
1: were you like looking around make sure no nobody- <laughs> like, uh, uh,
0: this is more cringy than actual porn I'm like I don't I don't uh. Uh, but yeah it always finished the videos with uh, with there'd be like a tissue box and some lotion next to the TV <laughs> It's so weird. It's so weird and goofy. And that's what's great about this game. This game has such a serious tone. Mm-hmm. Like the storyline is very dark. Like right. there's really nothing positive that happens with these characters. No,
1: Well, they're mobsters. Like, yeah, right. They're not I like mean, happy fun time unicorn no, mobsters.
0: No, no, not at all. <laughs> so you see these things happening to them. And it's, it's like in order to break the the seriousness yes. of the story they have all this goofy stuff going on yeah. like the karaoke is so cool like yeah karaoke and they 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 change the backdrop to where these guys imagine that they're on stage yes. or something performing it's really these, funny and it's like a uh, you push buttons and it's like a uh, rhythm game so mm-hmm. you're pushing buttons in order with the the lyrics or something but it's so over the top goofy there's
1: so like they get yes, into it. Yes, they, they get, like, they get into it. They are serious about that karaoke.
0: <laughs> also, the side quests. Like, I didn't tell you about this one. This was one of the last ones that I did. I was I,
1: probably I, sleeping. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I found a dominatrix.
1: Nice. <laughs> and
0: she was outside this front of this building with a with a with a guy who wanted to be humiliated in public. Mm. But she wasn't really good at it. You know, she was just like... Okay, can you please do this? You know she's very like nice and proper and everything. It's like kind
1: of dumb he was getting that?
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> That's what this guy was getting pissed. He's like, I'm paying you to humiliate me, humiliate me. It's so <laughs> weird. And so so Kiryu has to or Kazuma has to go up to her or he goes up there and says, "What's going on?" He's like, "You're almost about to lose your client because you're not you're not doing what you're paid to be doing." And uh she's like, "I just I just don't know how." And so Kazuma. The side quest is Cosima having to teach this girl how to be a dominatrix. <laughs> so you go into this park, and oh,
1: into a park, nice. Yeah, it
0: was, it was, it's it's a- it's so goofy, it so goofy. You go into this park, and she's like, she's like, okay, so like, oh man, I'm trying to think of a specific example.
1: When did, did she just wake up one day and go, I think I might be a dominatrix, but I don't, I don't know how. how. This is the weird part about
0: <laughs> it. I don't know.
1: What is her idea of a dominatrix? <laughs>
0: so so he's like they go to the park and he's like you have options she's like okay i need to what do i do in this situation and uh it's like you got to tell him to squeal like a pig or <laughs> tell him to get up, get up and and uh or tell him to sit down and you know you, you have nice options and then you have like to squeal like a pig the obvious one is going to be the squeal like a baby, right so it's stuff like that the options that you have to choose so you're teaching her what to say and what to do and how to react and how to how to have a backbone with these weird <laughs> i wish you would, clients would have recorded
1: like we could have recorded that
0: it, 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 that's just one quest line okay okay right. oh and at the end of that quest you are in her room with her talking to her about it and then the client comes in the same client that almost fired her and cosmo's like Ah, oh, he's got to hide so he goes and hides and so he's watching her be a dominatrix with this dude and he's and uh and then at the end of it the guy discovers that the Cosma's in there yes and and she's like trying to play off oh, why is he in here why is he here she said and then she played it off in, or actually no Cosma says you wanted to be humiliated in public well now you had a somebody watching you it was so weird like I, I'm not I'm not doing this thing justice at all by <laughs> describing it
1: you had the dominatrix so <laughs> this is
0: this is just one example of how crazy these quest lines get and mm-hmm. how just goofy everything is about this game <laughs> so that's another great thing about it it's like yes you can you can carry on the storyline and get that gritty dark awesome storyline right but you can also like have these lighthearted goofy things that have or Complete contrasting with the main storyline, right? And I think that makes for a really great, well-rounded experience. Yeah, it still it feels like a you don't feel
1: dirty because yeah, of the darkness, but
0: you 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 get the gritty, dark storyline of you know like similar to a TV show or a movie, right? But you also you also still feel like you're playing a video game, and it's weird to say. Another huge aspect of this game is is fighting. The fighting mm-hmm. system works really well. It's got a really nice combo system. You can change between six different fightals, fighting styles, three per character. Mm-hmm. And each one feels really, truly different and unique. Like Cosmo, the one I used mostly with Cosmo was just kind of brunt force. Yeah. Uh, fist combat. Uh, he also picks up items from around the stage and beats down guys with them. And it's really violent. And it's really like... <laughs> It's really uh, uh, like how are these guys not dying? You just you just smacked them over the head. You with know a,
1: what? Even though it's violent, it doesn't feel. It's not. It's not like gory, disgusting. It's you know silly, what I mean? It's
0: silly violence, right? It, it's almost sense. cartoony. Yeah, yeah. Because you uh,
1: played this all day in our children's home. I didn't want people to
0: think. Uh, 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 Majima, one of his fighting styles uses a weapon, mm-hmm. and so he has his baseball bat. His fighting style, that's another reason why I love Majima. His fighting style is so, like, he's hes beating the crap out of guys yeah. with a baseball bat. And, you know, hes he goes from being this, this uh, you know, well-respected, nice guy to just busting heads with a baseball <laughs> bat. And his fighting style is really fast and fun. And, and you really feel like a badass right. when you play as him. So, uh, the fighting style is amazing. I, I truly enjoyed, uh, like... A lot of the a lot of the story based scenes would be like you fighting through some waves of enemies before you get to the mm-hmm. the boss or whatever. And the right. boss fights are so fun and challenging. Right. It's not an easy game by any means. You have to learn these combos and you have to right. upgrade your character to learn more combos, to upgrade your health and
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, things like that. So the progression is it feels really nice. Right. Um, oh, and you're in two different cities, by the way. There's one city that you're in with Kazuma, and there's another city that you're in with Majima. Majima and Kazuma later in the series, you know, they meet and have interactions, like story-based interactions, but they don't really meet in Zero. Right. And it's kind of weird. Like, I thought that later on in the game when I learned that uh, they're both carried on and that they're Mm. kind of rivals, I thought that might be introduced in this game and it really kind of wasn't. Right. Um. But I, I wish it would have been it would have been it would have made for some different and I, I just wanted them to I wanted my two playable characters to meet at some point and then do I have to choose which one I'm gonna side with it would have been Majima I'm sorry <laughs> I like Kazuma I do I like Kazuma just as much but Majima's just I don't know something about him he just he has that he has that uh kind of spark about him that yeah that badass like I'm I'm a cool guy you know I I, I like that, that persona <laughs> So um I guess that's it. I, I'm I'm stop I'm gonna stop gushing about the game. I really think that and, and Yakuza Zero is it goes on sale for like twenty bucks all the time. I mean it's yeah it is worth sixty. This game say, is so good. It is so good. And if you are interested in story based games at all, if you feel like games have been lacking in story, this is the game for you. It really yeah. is. Uh I I I can't speak highly enough of it. And I'm surprised
1: that you liked it so much.
0: I, I'm beyond shocked. Like, honestly, this game came out last year. This right now, even over God of war is game of the year for me. I, wow, I love really? That much. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's why I wanted to kind of reevaluate yeah. it again on the podcast. I, Cause I talked about it before, but I don't feel like I gave the game justice because I didn't, I didn't get far enough into it to really see it through.
1: Right. Right.
0: The thing is, is the last time or when I played it previously, the storyline was getting interesting, but it really didn't kick off. Right, and it doesn't reach that kickoff point till about I don't know a third of the way into the game, and that's mm. not to say that the stuff that happens before then is not good. Right, it's just you know the real breaking points of the storyline and the it's all establishing. It's establishing right. the plot. It's establishing the characters. Right, so um it. it and by nature, those establishing points are, are not as, as enjoyable. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, though. If I didn't have those establishing points of the plot and the characters, the mainline story that happens later, I don't think would have been as interesting. Right. You need that build up to really grow an attachment to mm-hmm. what's going on. And uh, it's a great game. And uh, please, if you're if you're on the fence, give it a shot. I I really think you'll like it. So, uh you know, that's all I have to talk about. I feel like I've been rambling on for a long time. No. It's Amy, what do you have to t- say or talk about?
1: <laughs> I really don't have anything game. The, you know, the only game that I've been playing is uh, on my phone. Yeah. It's, it's Homescapes.
0: Homescapes? I'm
1: building up my home right now. Oh, you're,
0: the- <laughs> you're a, it's a building game like uh, well, like Sims or something? No, No. Oh, okay, what? It's
1: one of those ones where you like match up. You try and match the little things and there's a little, like you try to get all the cherries or you try to.
0: Yeah. I saw you play. It's just a puzzle game.
1: <clears throat> it's just a puzzle game. And then you earn these little stars if you win it. And then after you have the stars, like yeah, I need three stars and now I can put wallpaper in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been playing it a while. It's one of those ones <clears throat> that you can, it's just like mindless. And I like that. Like if I'm waiting in carpool line. Yeah. So that's, that's really all it is. Uh, that's
0: cool. <clears throat> yeah. I, I can see that. Like, a good mindless game is. I'm sometimes I'm just in the mood for that. Like, yeah. uh, what was it last week? Actually, when was that? Remember, I was playing, or I, I had a really rough week, really rough week, yeah. and I just wanted to play something that was completely mindless and that I could just enjoy and not have to think about right. it too hard. And I don't remember what game that was that I went to for that. But yeah, it's it's usually it's usually a game that you can just you can just push buttons and it's kind yep. of like second nature to you Pretty and much. you don't have to think about you
1: can carry out a conversation <coughs> while you do it you don't have to
0: think about the story that's going on you don't have to think about like strategizing your next right. moves no. or whatever it's just yeah. no yeah. no nope. i'm am, i'm am always in the mood for one of those games <laughs> you know sometimes it's weird because you ha- sometimes you're in a mood for a certain type of game yep and that's why i have so, <laughs> so many games it's like <laughs> am i in the mood for an rpg or an action game or a platformer <laughs> or a puzzle game or a fighter, you know, is just our shoot em up, you know, there's so many different varieties of games. It's like, I can, I can jump into whatever I'm in the mood yep. for, for the, at that time. That's what I love about gaming. It's just so much variation and just, it's, it's such a great way to occupy your time. Whenever you need, you need that escape. Yeah. And every now and then I just need that escape, you know, life, life gets you sometimes, you know? <laughs> so, um, I wanted to touch on uh, something really cool about Fortnite real quick. Yeah. So, the, and, and the reason why I want to talk about this is because this is something that's new that I haven't seen done before and I think it's yes. awesome. Uh, we have Fortnite on our PC, on our Switch, the Xbox One, and the PlayStation 4, but... Wah, wah, PlayStation 4 doesn't <laughs> let you do what I'm going to talk about. Um, so the crossplay. play Yes. Part of Fortnite is so cool. I set it up to where uh Katie was on the PC. We had one person on the PC, we had one person on the Xbox yep. one and then we had one person on the Nintendo Switch. Yep. All playing in the same game at the same time together. Yes. That is whoever
1: came up with that function <clears> is a parent because well no I gotta mean find a way to the get them fact all that, at the fact that the time. fact that
0: Xbox and Nintendo are willing to work together and the PC yes, to bring all these yes. different players together like this this is a step in the right direction that I want to see more often and I right. love it it was so cool to be able to play with everybody on separate systems like uh, in the past I would have had to have three PCs or three Switches mm-hmm. or three Xbox Ones to make this happen but because of this cross play ability, I didn't have to do that. And we were all able to play together and it was, it was fun. We're all sitting in the living room and, you know, communicating and talking to each other and, and having a good time while playing an online multiplayer game together. And that is amazing. And I I love it. And I kudos to you, Fortnite, kudos to you, Microsoft and Nintendo for making this happen. Yeah. PlayStation jump on board, man. You are, you guys are missing the boat here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to talk about that and 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 gush about that a little bit. I think I took a picture of it. It's like on the you corner did, of the yes. screen, you had the three different usernames, and each one of them had like one of them had an Xbox controller, one of them had a switch controller, and the other one had a PC looking yep. thing. It's just cool to see that. Um, <clears throat> I do want to say though, setting up accounts for three yes. different accounts is yes. kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh that could be done easier, but you know what? It was it took me what it took me like an hour to set yeah. this stuff up. It was it was ridiculous, but it was worth it in the end. Yeah, it was. Um, and, and the fact that we have four kids and they all love Fortnite and we can all play together in the same house is really cool. We so. need to get
1: a video of Owen's Fortnite dances.
0: Oh, he'll so four year old have the three three people playing while Owen's doing Fortnite <laughs> dance in the foreground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Amy, thanks for joining me on this yeah, episode. Anytime. Um, I love it. Sorry, I talked your ear off. Didn't give you much to hey, say. Hey, this is,
1: this is basically my life, so...
0: <laughs> no, it's not. It's my life. <laughs> this is the one time you get to sit and listen to me. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, anyway, you can find us online. We're at jabgcast.com. That's J-A-B-G-C-A-S-T.com. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us there. Ask us questions. You know, if you have a good user-submitted question... Put it on yep. there, and we'll 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 talk about it in an episode. Actually, I'd like to do that some more. Um, we did that once, um, but we haven't really asked for it again. I'm going to ask for it, putting the question out there. Uh, send us send us some feedback and questions so we can talk about it on the show. Yes. We need, we need discussion topics. Um, also, uh, I said it earlier. YouTube, we're on YouTube. If you guys just listen to the audio, the audio podcast. Uh, gets quite a few listeners but we don't get very many on on youtube which yeah. is really weird uh so yeah if you guys want to go give us a subscribe on youtube that would that would be great um some reviews and stuff would also be helpful just, yeah it just helps to get more accessibility uh it helps to promote the, the podcast so if you enjoy the show please please yeah. help us in that regard that's it i
1: guess come see us <laughs> <at> <laughs> come Richard see us yes. in that's
0: right uh september 29th and 30th We'll be there. Arlington, Texas. Yep. Guys, thanks for joining us and we will see you next time.